Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to Better Daily, where we work hard in our minds, bodies, and our spirits to become 1% better every single day. Download the app and join our Betterment family at betterdaily.live to catch the video version of these podcasts. Here's your host and my dad, Alex Van Houten. What is up, Betterment family? This is Alex Van Houten in Better Daily Live. Happy Thursday. Today is Word Thursday, and the word today is extroversion. So we're going to continue our theme over last week. We're talking about the personality words. There's five of them. Agreeableness, extroversion, openness to experience, conscientiousness, and neuroticism. And these are the ways that we currently categorize personality. Personality Research and personality literature and psychology is basically the idea that we all have certain personality traits that predispose us toward gifts in certain situations, right? And so last week we talked about agreeableness and agreeableness. If you're high in agreeableness, this is the person who's really good at keeping the peace, sometimes to a fault. And if you're really low in agreeableness, this is the person who is willing to shake things up and doesn't really care what you think and will say, say what's on their minds. And again, sometimes to a fault. And the idea of personality psychology is not that one personality is better than the other. It's that from a biological perspective, it's important that there's variation among people. So I spent some time talking about how agreeableness, how I'm I'm low on agreeableness and my wife is high on agreeableness, how that works in our marriage and how it's really important that that that's the case, that that she's strong where I'm weak and vice versa. So today in talking about extroversion, there's a lot of misconceptions about what extroversion is and what it isn't. And I'm hoping to to give you some insight to that. So highly extroverted individuals and those who rate low in extroversion have different character traits. So those who are high in extroversion, they tend to gain energy from social interaction and social situations. Their it's extroversion, meaning the the energy they experience comes from comes from the outside world around them. Uh, the two aspects of extroversion are actually assertiveness and enthusiasm. So assertiveness is is being willing to assert your opinion. This isn't necessarily the same thing as being disagreeable, but willing to assert your opinion, uh, be loud about your feelings, so to speak. And then uh, enthusiasm is is how bubbly or energetic somebody is. And so those who are higher in extroversion tend to be higher in both of those traits. And then if you're low in extroversion, this means that you tend to gather energy in solitude that you might prefer to to re-energize or be restored or, or to experience the world in in a more solitary way. Uh, it doesn't mean that you you don't have friends or that you're shy or anything. It's just that your social interactions, the fewer people as a part of those interactions, the better. Perhaps you prefer 
you're you're very rarely ever one or the other. It's when we measure personality, we measure them in percentiles compared to the rest of the population. How extroverted are you? So most skills that I've used or seen in in the literature, they would say something like, "You are in the ninety eighth percentile for extroversion." What that means is, if you put a hundred people in a room, then you're probably more extroverted than ninety eight of them. Let's say you're in the fiftieth percentile. That means if you put a hundred people in a room, you'd be more extroverted than about fifty of them. And then the same on the other side of the scale. Let's say you're you're in the tenth percentile with regard to extroversion. You're more extroverted than about ten of them, which means really extroverted people will do all the talking. <laughs> in a real extroversion and introversion play out, and in, in what roles we we play in our house, we are we are extroverted people. My, I think my extroversion is like an, I'm in the 98th percentile with generally talk to people and be loud and assertive and stuff. And my boys might be even more extroverted than me. They're, they're young, so it's hard. Their, their personalities aren't crystallized yet, but, uh, they are loud and talkative and you'll know their opinion and <laughs> they're, they're always dancing around and, and making friends with random people. I'm extrovert looks like I'm, I'm pushing my three year old through the grocery store in a cart. And he goes, we're, we're passing some random person that we've never met or know. And he goes, Hey, Hey, what's your name? <laughs> so he, so it's the most like forceful. It's sweet and endearing. He wants to get to know the people around him, but he's really forceful about it. Hey, what's, what's your name? I'm Bennett. What's your favorite color? I'm not kidding. It's like buddy, the elf in, uh, in the that movie. <laughs> so now my wife, She's extroverted as well. She's in the 82nd percentile for extroversion. So in a room of 100 people, she would be more extroverted than 82 of them. But because I'm quite a bit higher in the way percentiles work, she still ends up being the listener in our household. Compared to me and me and the boys, she seems introverted. She's not, but she seems introverted just because the way percentiles work we are we are quite a bit higher on that scale of extroversion than she is. Now, that said, what's interesting is in my line of work, coaching-wise, I actually end up training more introverted individuals, and I actually enjoy that more. There's something about, you know, in a group exercise setting, let's say you really love going to CrossFit and you love working out with all these people, right? That's a very extroverted setting for exercise. And the gym is also a very extroverted setting for exercise. I hear pretty frequently from people that one of the reasons they don't go into a gym setting or they don't go work out in, in a public space is, you know, it's intimidating. There's, they feel like people are watching them and they feel like they're doing things wrong. And, and, you know, they just, they just kind of want to focus on, on what they're doing. And that's a very introverted mindset with regard to exercise. And I, and I get it. I, I 100% understand. And most of the clients who work with me in person, who are like, hey, I'd rather work out with a trainer in a garage gym setting and have deep conversations and be able to ask intelligent questions and stuff. They're usually pretty low on extroversion. That's something that, uh, and, and we both appreciate that. They appreciate my enthusiasm and energy and sometimes look at me weird. And I appreciate their, their depth and, and understanding. And there's no superficial conversations in my garage gym. <laughs> We're always, we're always going several layers deep. And, and so it's, it's so important that whether you're extroverted or introverted, the way that we recharge and the way that we love other people, it's important that we know that about ourselves. 
right? Because otherwise we start to get irritable and uh, lacking, right? So as an extrovert, if I don't spend enough time in conversation, if I don't spend enough time in community, if I don't spend enough time doing those things, then I, I start to feel isolated, uh, trapped, frustrated, irritable, right? I'm not my best self. And another way to think about that is that extroverts have a hard time thinking unless they're talking. That's something I'm learning about my sons. I'd say, hey, man, can you think before you say that out loud? <laughs> like, no, no, I can't. <laughs> I really can't. I have, I have to say it. I have to talk through it. And, and extroverts are like that. They have to speak their mind in order to get their mind straight. So if you're an extrovert, it's extremely important to cultivate relationships with people who are good listeners and to develop the part of you that can be a good listener too, to shut up and let somebody talk sometimes because extroverts oftentimes find themselves saying too many things and not listening enough. So that's something I personally have had to develop in my coaching practice is to ask a good question and then shut up and listen, right? Then introverts, similarly, you'll get taxed if you don't have enough quiet time, if you don't have enough time away from people. Now, I said my wife was high on extroversion, but not as high as the rest of her household. And so me and the boys will go somewhere and leave her by herself here at home. And she's just super happy with that. <laughs> she's like, yay, it's quiet and peaceful in my house. And I don't want to go anywhere. And I don't want to talk to anybody. I'm going to recharge here. And so it's really important that introverts know that about themselves too, that they, they still can and should cultivate the ability to be in social situations with large groups of people, because we need listeners and we need deep thinkers. And like in Bible study, for instance, I have a few extrovert, or excuse me, I have a few introverted, lower on extroversion guys in our Bible study. They're not going to pipe up. They're not going to tell us exactly what they think. But every time they open their mouth, it's so wise and helpful. And so I'll call on them sometimes. I'll even ask them before Bible study, hey, do you mind? Sometimes I see that you've, you've got a thought. And every time you, you share what's on your mind, it's good and helpful to people in the room. So do you mind if I call on you? And, and most of them will say, yeah, sure, thanks. And it's so good. So, so you introverts, please continue cultivating the ability to be with us loud, obnoxious extroverts in social situations because we need your perspective. We need to learn how to listen better. And, and perhaps you need to learn to think out loud sometimes, and that would be good. <laughs> so that's, that's extroversion. It's, it's pretty cool. It's, there's some misconceptions, you know, extroverts, oftentimes the misconception is that, uh, they're, they've got everything together because they're loud and happy and energetic and stuff. Extroverts struggle with, with their inmost feelings and intimacy as well. So if you have extroverted friends, make sure and dig a layer or two deeper. Don't let them, don't let them catch you off guard with all their humor and, and blustering. Um, and then, and then similarly, introverts, there's the, there's the thought that they're shy. Most introverts I know aren't shy. They're just reserved. They're not going to speak first. And introverts, if, if that's you, I would love it. I would love it if, if you would take that gift you have for, for having your thoughts straight in your mind and having a very clear and concise way of thinking, I would love it if you spoke up more often. I'll try to shut up more and hear what you have to say. Janet says it's so true that it's easier to organize your thoughts out loud. That's a statement that an extrovert would make. I have an easier time organizing my thoughts when I speak. 
So I actually had somebody ask, hey, Alex, how do you do this better daily shortcast thing? That's like, you know, a daily commitment of, of speaking. And I, I hope I hope that you guys have found the process valuable and that as we continue to do this thing, I hope I get a little better at it. And I, I also hope that, that more people will join me in it. But for me, it's very helpful because I, I speak and it organizes my thoughts and that's good. And I also do a lot of writing. And so an introvert might say, I like to organize my thoughts by myself in writing. And for you extroverts out there, if you want a little practice at this, if you're a person who organizes their thoughts out loud, try to develop a writing practice where you start writing your thoughts down. It's actually a very powerful way to develop some of the strengths of an introvert, even if you're an extrovert. And similarly, you introverts who might prefer to write things down or be by yourself in the quiet, and that's good. Uh, I would encourage you to try to develop your thoughts out loud sometimes, you know, in a trusted situation where you're not too on the spot, but, but to enjoy some of the strengths of extroversion as well. Again, when it comes to personality, our biology really dictates what our predispositions are, but that doesn't mean we can't develop the parts of us and the skills that allow us to enjoy the strengths of, of other aspects of personality. So that's been extroversion. I'd love to hear, are you an extrovert? How extroverted do you think you are? And, uh, and are you an introvert? How introverted do you think you are? I'd love to hear your thoughts on that front. Guys, this has been Alex Van Houten in Better Daily Live. Tomorrow is Flex Friday, and you can call me coach because we're going to go through something exercise-wise to help you on your 1% better journey. Until then, it's just 1%. You got this. for joining us for your 1% better today. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a raving review to tell others how Better Daily has helped you in your journey. If you want more Better Daily, download our app and join our Betterment family at betterdaily.live. Use code POD to get 25% off your subscription. That's P-O-D, all caps, to save 25% on your subscription. We all have a cross to carry. It's later when we do it together. Go to betterdaily.live today. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.